0: If we don't get into the mystery basement in season two, I'm done.
1: Features explicit language and spoilers. All right, and welcome back to Attack on Better Late Than Never, the (laughs) Titanic podcast that is eating alive all its competition. Drew, what you did there? Oh, thanks. It's subtle, Uh, Drew. It you are fresh off finishing season one. Of Attack yep. on Titan, yep. how are you Ten feeling? Yeah, 10
0: minutes ago, 15 minutes ago. Uh, well, uh, a lot of things, a lot of mixed emotions I'm feeling right now.
1: Tell mixed
0: me. Emotions. Well, um, I'll say, overall, the second half of season one, I felt the pace was slow. Okay. The, uh, the first few episodes of that of that final 50% kind of could have been one episode, I think, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the introduction of the female Titan is certainly interesting, but I think they have, I don't know. I feel like they have multiple battles with the female Titan throughout multiple episodes and it, it doesn't accelerate that quickly, but anyway,
1: it gets a little repetitive.
0: Yeah, it does. Um, It is interesting. I mean, you saw that I guessed who it was.
1: Hang on a second. Um, not, not my first guess, but my yeah, second Yeah, definitely one. not your first guess. You, uh, we'll, you know, we'll circle back to that. There's a lot to circle back to here. <laughs> Catchphrase of the pod. Yep. But keep going. Tell me more about how you're feeling.
0: Yeah, well. Because it's mean- so
1: rare to get someone so fresh off finishing... season of a show i'm really curious
0: yeah so i guess i guess i'll focus on my immediate reactions to having watched it Mm -hmm. i do want to uh just acknowledge that we've come in with uh some some things researched and uh yeah
1: we'll talk about it
0: there are predictions there are things that uh i set out to research and i have some notes about those um but just as a as a uh initial reaction um, you know it's kind of cool that by the end we get this Kaiju battle uh, between Aaron and Annie and uh, you know now when when you were riffing on uh, on uh, the Aaron, titan being like oh the hot titan like, <laughs> it, it, it's funny that they introduce a female one and the, the like one of the scout characters is actually like hey look at that one with the nice ass like yeah yeah,
1: yeah. it's also there are a couple of times it's weird when they're, like,
0: fighting, they're, fighting, and they're fighting and it's on the kind of like, like
1: both naked both
0: naked and it's kind of uh, this is yeah this is a little erotic like it's let's so, but- be honest
1: well, the fact, though, that Annie's Titan doesn't really have skin makes it much less sexual to me. Yeah, anyway, I don't well, know what I you're into.
0: Well, I, I mean, yes, but they also make they also give her enough, uh, you know, She's parts got boobs. where there's continuity. There's boobs. I mean, there's. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Um, well, anything else you want to say just coming off the last episode before we launch into the regular structure?
0: Yeah, I guess, you know the the thing is I feel like they've spent too much plot on Annie. Um, like maybe, maybe they're about to open a Pandora's box on Annie's story and who she is and her background and what she signifies. okay, that that to me, they kind of have to do that to justify how much uh build up and time we've spent on the Annie plot line this first season because it just I don't know I wanted I wanted them to get to using the key and and finding the secret and having a like you know I mean this was one of my predictions but I'm also a little bit disappointed that it didn't play out
1: when are they gonna get to the the fireworks factory
0: yeah like what you know we they were talking about it pretty much at the midway point of the season like come on we're not going to get there um that's so i was a little disappointed by that but um we are getting glimmers of what's going on in the big picture like we know that there's some uh you know fake sky like they're in a they're in a uh uh, kind of Truman show style scenario like that there's more to the what world makes you that feel in. that um gosh I mean I I feel like there was some indication that that the that the sky was artificial and in some of my research here I do have I did happen upon a spoiler that well no it wasn't really a spoiler I'll say that like towards the end in the last episode they had that they had that um long story that you had to read about uh a couple of uh you know old miners that were digging there was a guy that was digging a, a hole down to try to find the the foundation of the wall of cena i think and he gets to where he thinks the foundation should be and there's like a wall beneath him and it yeah. said that there's a wall both above and below and that it's kind of like a Truman Show.
1: Well, that's just you a know. legend, though.
0: Yeah, but I, I i kind of I kind of came across some stuff that indicated there's a little bit more to it than that.
1: <laughs> well, be careful with that. Yeah, when you're researching, don't uh, don't blow it for yourself.
0: Right, right.
1: Because there are twists in the show. Speaking of which, I was thinking I'd say this for the end, but since we're talking about it. What do you think Annie's deal is? Where do you think she comes from?
0: Uh, I think she's from a uh, a different political faction of uh, people who used to control this uh, this land and have somehow fallen out of control of it, and they have something to do with uh, piloting the piloted Titans and uh, and and conjuring them. In the way that we see
1: okay okay all right well let's talk about some of our research stuff here because we didn't really talk about it in part one and I think both of us have a little bit of stuff uh do you want to go first
0: yeah so first I guess uh I, I was curious about why we have German lyrics in the theme song that's well, did you of,
1: notice, though, in the second half, the theme song has changed?
0: It has, but there, there's, there remain German lyrics mm. uh, across both first and second season uh, theme songs. And there's more research to be done here because there are more German lyrics. And I'd, I'd love to look up what they all mean, but I didn't give myself enough time for that. Um, but I, I, I did uh, come across a little taste. So uh, the first line... I'm not sure of which this is. I think it might be the original one, but it says uh, are, it, the, the German translates to, are you eating? No, we are the hunters, um, which is which is cool <laughs> <laughs> and uh, kind of makes sense.
1: And isn't uh, the German word for hunter Jaeger?
0: Yes, it is. It's uh, Sied ihr das Essen? Nine via Sim der Jäger. Mm.
1: <laughs> cool, cool.
0: So uh yeah, I mean I I started coming across some other articles about uh, the general bent of attack on Titan, and uh there's an interesting one that makes a, a case that it's it's uh, popular for for it's popular among the alt right as oh, well okay. as the liberals.
1: Hold on, hold on to that for a second. Yeah. Um. So, in my research, I wanted to mention a few things. Number one, um, we've talked about the fact that we weren't sure what was going to happen with the ending of this show. A whole bunch because you know I kept talking about how they were outrunning the end of the manga, and uh, lo and behold, we hit the end of uh, the run of episodes they were releasing for season four and they have just announced that the second half of the final season is going to air most likely in 2022. So cool. uh, assuming we're having fun here, Drew, I think you and I will have a plan to reconvene for some sort of uh, episodes or episode in a, in about a year. If you're down.
0: Wow, yes, well, I will be down assuming that uh, I am able,
1: assuming it ever comes out. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah, that's right. Lock can change, Luck can change.. I
1: know. So that's great news. And then another thing, you were curious about the lyrics. I was curious about why the fuck is it called Attack on Titan? That, right. fr- that framing is confusing.
0: Yeah, it is. Is is it is there some conflation of plural and singular with titan in the in the translation from Japanese to English?
1: Yeah, so I don't know if there is a definitive answer because I came across a few. And so here are the ones that I found. Number 1. The translation from Japanese is more properly Attack of the Titans yeah okay makes more sense and then i guess in translating it into english it was just like attack on titan was considered like cooler or better somehow yeah okay then there is the explanation that you know how they have these names for some of the specific titans like the colossal titan and the armored titan and the female titan yeah aaron's titan is called the attack titan oh and so the, that explanation is that it's actually more saying attack uh, on. Yes, exactly. There's a comma in there. Attack <laughs> on Titan.
0: Yeah. Right. I kind of like that explanation. It's the uh-huh. most fun. <laughs>
1: it's the most ludicrous, but that, is, that does make it the most fun. Attack so, on, Titan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. There's, um, One thing that I think we need to just mention, and this is as good a place to put it as any, and that is a discussion of Hanji's gender. So uh, at this point in the show, you have met the character Hanji, yeah?
0: Yeah. Remind me which one is Hanji. Glasses. Right, okay.
1: So with Hanji, in the manga... And you can see this carries over in the visualization of Hanji on the show. Hanji is portrayed visually very gender ambiguous. Uh, Could be male, could be female. Uh, It's not totally clear just from looking uh, at Hanji what the gender is. Okay. Uh, And... In the manga, it's written in such a way that there's never any kind of definitive gendered word used around Hanji to oh. uh, to define what Hanji's gender is. So Hanji's never referred to as him or her huh. at any point. So that has left hanji's gender completely ambiguous throughout the whole run of the manga oh however you'll notice that in the anime they've just gone straight up female hanji is female they refer to Hanji as her yeah and and kept none of that and part of the reason why is that uh evidently so some fans have taken this whole thing around hanji to mean that the character is intended to be non-binary and actually get a little bit offended when anyone refers to hanji with a gendered pronoun okay but apparently that's not the intention in this case the intention here is more to leave hanji's gender ambiguous so that it's simply not like a joke but just like up to each reader's interpretation like everyone can sort of choose for themselves yeah it's
0: it's a fun artistic choice i feel like i feel like choosing it within the setting of the manga is a little bit more of a of a um option yeah it's more of an option it's more it's um more accessible to you there as a as a as a vehicle of artistic choice to to do something fun for the reader. You can draw the characters so that they are interpretable across the gender spectrum and referred to ironically at, in gender neutral terms and just roll with that as an identity for that character. It's kind of fun to explore.
1: Yeah, exactly. So uh, when asked about it, the writer said, we, we never wrote Hanji as non-binary. We wrote Hanji as to be up to each person uh, ambiguous. for whatever it's they pat. want. Right, yeah. And it's, yeah, exactly. Hanji's pat. But when they made the anime, they were just like, we either can't or won't do it that way. So Hanji, as long as I've known Hanji, Hanji has been female. And so I, I, I will always, say yeah. my
0: interpretation of Hanji on this season ha- has been- Uh, as a female character.
1: Well, they they just straight up referred to Hanji as she. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's pretty clear.
1: Yeah, so we we can stick with that, I think. All right. Now, we're going to get into a little bit more about what you were saying about what you read about the popularity of this show with the alt-right. So, a few people have noticed that there are some subtexts with this show to start with. There are some racial undertones to this show. I don't know if you've noticed, but basically all of the Titans, all of the monsters are Western. Uh, They all have kind of grotesque, exaggerated bodily features and they kill mindlessly and are, you know, monsters. With the exception of the heroic Titan and the one that you'll recall we refer to as the hot Titan.
0: Mm -hmm. We're talking about Eren, right?
1: Yeah, Eren's not Western.
0: Japanese, you would say?
1: I would say so. Yeah, Um, the the
0: hair certainly is
1: like more... Yeah, and... um, You could even say that in a few cases, it starts tripping over into like an anti-Semitic trope uh, a little bit when you start to see them. There's a lot of big noses on a lot of the Titans. Yeah, And we haven't reached the point in the show yet where it happens, but the connections to uh, Jewish history on this show grow stronger. Right, As the show goes on
0: so i I do want to say, going back to the German song lyrics, you know i I've seen commentary about this, and someone is saying that you know it that the show is implied to be taking place in Germany. The Titans took over and created an alternate timeline in which society was pushed back, and that's why everyone has a westernized appearance and old names like Armin Aaron marcel uh, well but there's
1: interesting... like mikasa i mean she's... which is
0: yeah she's that is a japanese name levi um, but you know uh, as far as uh, you know uh actually it turns out that the sound the person doing the soundtrack for attack on titan is known for doing german song lyrics across his soundtracks for other series and, and it's you know, the guess is that it's more to do with that habit and less to do with an intent of the producers of Attack on Titan.
1: Okay, Um, well, let's keep going, though, because it's not just that. Have you noticed that the show could be argued to have a fascist subtext?
0: Yes, yes. I mean, it's 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 um it glorifies the the militant elite strong group who mm. exist for the purpose of stamping out the uh infestation of a lesser you know class or genus of
1: that needs to be eradicated That
0: needs to be eradicated exactly so there's i mean there's that there's that and, setup now and of course even within humanity as, yeah. as needing eradication like you would agree that these are these are pests
1: right but even within humanity there is a very strong uh clear moral and you know the uh, ethical division between the weak and the strong yes and the military is always portrayed as having morally the best leadership. Mm. The civilians are mostly shown to be weak and in need of protecting. The right. civilian government is mostly shown to be corrupt. right? Yeah, so mostly
0: corrupt, though. Yeah, you're yeah. right.
1: The merchants are all money grubbers. So remember the cart guy during the evacuation? Mm. The, the religious group is awful. Yes. The, the lords are lazy and fat and uncaring. If you remember the lord that Pixis was with when the attack started. Yes. Right. And even a lot of the, mil- like the established military people, there's some people in the military who like don't show the same kind of moral fortitude. Right. And, you mm-hmm. know, I mentioned that there's this thing in animes where sometimes they'll just stop dead. So someone can give a speech. Yeah. Well, what are the speeches always about? in this show.
0: They're always about, about strength over weakness and they're always about. Yeah.
1: And also kind of like giving up your own personal agency in order to fall in line with the, uh, the group, you yeah, know,
0: that's kind of what, Follow like, orders. Uh, yeah. Like um, the one that's freshest for me, having just seen the, the last episode is, um, you know, we spend half an episode with Eren in constipation of transforming into the Titan, and it, it takes, he has this whole monologue after everyone's kind of like giving him a hard time about maybe, it, and Mikasa has. It, it is it is one of the biggest uh, pushers, just kind of challenging him on Do you have feelings for Annie that are getting in the way of you having the directive to take her out because that, that would be the best explanation here. And he, he has to muster the, you know, in this monologue of like sacrificing himself to and his self-interest to the group and the need. Um, That's kind of, you know, we get that theme there.
1: When we run through the recap, I'll point out a few spots where this comes up. Okay. Cool. And just lastly on this, before we start doing that, um, the character of Pixis, who I just mentioned, uh, who's portrayed as one of these, you know, moral paragons on the show, he is evidently modeled on a historical person called Akiyama Yoshifuru, who in the view of many people, both in Japan and especially not from Japan Is a war criminal from the first Sino Japanese war. Oh. And because of this depiction, Attack on Titan is actually banned in China.
0: Oh, wow. Mm. That is very interesting.
1: Yeah. I can send you an article on this a little later.
0: Please. Yeah. I'd love to see that.
1: I'll just, I have to give it a skim just to make sure it doesn't have any spoilers for you. Okay. Uh, all right, so we'll have more to talk about this later, but uh, do you want to start talking recap?
0: Yeah, sure. I mean, where to begin? Uh, I do. Where did we leave off at the at the end of uh, after the thirteenth episode? I'm trying to remember where at, it starts here.
1: So, at the end of episode thirteen, heading into fourteen, Aaron is in prison, and he's been brought into the scouts but the military police want custody of him so the overall military commander this guy named Zackly is going to have kind of a trial sort of thing to determine Aaron's fate
0: wait his name is zackly
1: yeah zackly
0: you <laughs> you've heard of zackly right
1: i mean i've said zackly before
0: like well but <laughs> I don't know I, I i grew up knowing this joke where it's like uh you know you've got a bad case of zaly, and you'll probably wonder
1: what is what is that
0: what is zaly um it's it's when your your mouth smells exactly like your ass <laughs> it's a <laughs> it's bad
1: it's a little labored uh okay yeah. So uh, (laughs) Zachary is evidently very practical. So he's going to make this decision based on what he thinks produces the greatest benefit for humanity. Mm -hmm. So the military police say that they want to study Aaron and then kill him because that's what they think is best. And the religious people are, on that side too. And there's this guy, Reverend Nick, who's with them. Who's like, don't even study him. Let's just kill him right now. And this guy's yeah, kind just of just
0: off him. He's a threat.
1: Guy's a total asshole. And, um, we learn a little bit more here about the religion in this, uh, world where it appears that their religion worships the walls.
0: Right. Right. The three walls are, are, uh, sacred and, and, uh,
1: yeah. yeah. They were only recently even allowed to put weapons on them. Right. Because they couldn't be like, you know, blasphemed. Defiled. Like this. Like, yeah. 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 This is also uh, the episode where we finally start meeting Hanji a little bit more. And she's just such a great character. She just like comes busting in and like talks his ear off and then just like throws him into the court with no preparation. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> So the scouts, their plan is they want to use Aaron to try and retake Wall Maria. Right. The trial, such as it is, is going kind of bad until the police start threatening Mikasa as well as Aaron. And that causes Aaron to totally flip out and give them all a piece of his mind.
0: Right. Which involves turning into a half, uh, half-formed half Titan Not uh, torso.
1: Not year too early.
0: Okay, sorry. But this is what I'm talking about. I mean, we may as well flash forward to that moment. There's not a lot of significant character development in the plot between those point A's and point B's. I mean, correct me here.
1: Well, you're kind of right. This is, you know, there are a lot of spinning wheels episodes on this show. But a, a couple of things of importance in here is, one, Aaron's argument during this court hearing is, How can you basically, how can you have an opinion on this if you won't fight yourself? Like all the people who are making this argument are like the rear guard people. Yeah. You don't know what's
0: going on in the front lines. Why are you?
1: Yeah. How can you even weigh in on this? You're not, you know, frontline soldiers. How dare you? You're not here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But Levi solves the problem in the court by basically just beating the shit out of Aaron. Right which I think is kind of awesome. And Mikasa doesn't like it. There's this an amazing uh, image of her staring at Levi like she wants to take him apart, which mm. is a nice piece of art. But anyway.
0: But Levi knows what he's doing. It's all theater.
1: Right. But Erwin gets permission to get his proposal done, which is to take Aaron out and experiment on him, see if Aaron can control his powers. And if that works uh Zach Lee will decide after that what to do so it's basically like a a wait and see decision mm-hmm. um and in talking afterwards the lesson of this is from levi talking to aaron your pain was worth it to accomplish our plan and because you took it you have my respect mm. right
0: that was, sounds about right
1: right uh but also aaron's teeth grow back
0: yeah every everything of Aaron's grows back.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess the Titan powers include being like Wolverine. Yes. All right. so Aaron goes to live with Levi Squad at the old Scout headquarters, which is this dope castle in the interior. And on the way, we get all of these like uh stats on this squad members like they're a basketball team. Mm. like all their kills and assists
0: yeah that's right that's right it's kind yeah of- that's a cool little uh, cool little uh break there where we we see who's uh it's interesting because they have a couple of characters who are like clearly the front runner uh killers and they have a couple who are like the dennis rodman like yeah <laughs> yeah
1: yeah but that's what makes them such a good team
0: yeah it's cool
1: <laughs> everyone knows their role Yeah. (laughs) at the castle we discover Levi's most defining characteristic which is not badassery it is OCD
0: (laughs) okay wait 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 what do you mean
1: well he makes everybody clean the place and they all have to wear dust masks doing it which makes it seem very contemporary to this moment and you know like and Aaron's cleaning is not up to Levi's standards at all
0: okay listen listen Levi is the most badass character on this show i stand behind him and when <laughs> we is. we see this to me i as an ocd person who appreciates tidiness and cleanliness to me this is is Yet another facet of his
1: badassery. Look at who you're talking to. You've seen my house. You achieve it, brother.
0: Uh, Thank you. Commend you. Uh, You know it's it's part of why I love Levi too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You've got that messy baby. Yeah, yeah, but (laughs) not letting it near my gorgeous floors. (laughs) I know. I know. Yeah. All right. All right. So it's yet another reason to love Levi. Yes. Uh But we find out too during all of this that he has some some kind of mysterious backstory as an infamous rogue in the slums. Don't worry about it.
0: Yeah, Uh, forget about it.
1: Yeah, don't don't, don't worry about it. All right, so the expedition is going to be in a month and it's going to include all of the rookies. So the question is, uh, are they going to be ready? So we'll be dealing with that. Yeah. So they all get to talking and someone asks the obvious question. uh, Hey, Aaron, how do you transform into a Titan anyway? And he's kind of like, I don't know. Evidently, self-harm is an important part of this. At Sometimes least.
0: I bite myself and that does it.
1: Yeah, Sometimes it
0: doesn't, I don't know.
1: What, what an odd thing to be one of the triggers. And the fact yeah. that he does it by biting himself is so... It's an it's interesting the
0: self-sacrifice thing. theme again. It's just right. another vehicle, another excuse to to demonstrate that theme. I guess
1: could you bite yourself hard enough to draw blood? Yeah, I could. I don't know if I could. Well, anyway, basically this is the best part because here comes Hanji, and she is oh. quite a character. Yeah. So the coolest character on the show is Levi. The most badass character on the show is either Levi or Mikasa. My favorite character on the show is Hanji. Hmm. She's awesome.
0: Hanji's fun.
1: Yeah. So her deal is that she's she's like a fun Dr. Mengele.
0: She's a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's a lovely nerd.
1: She's a fun psychopath. Uh, she experiments on the titans, which is a good idea, frankly, given that they're you know what they they're the are the main
0: threat. You need to study them. You know, she's 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 fully given into the madness that is required in order to advance the knowledge on the titans. She even comes. She she like laughs off coming close to dying in the process. No.
1: Yeah, well, but this part is awesome. So, you know, I know a lot of this is wheel spinning, but this part is really cool because this is all really interesting when she starts talking about her investigations into like Titan intelligence and weaknesses and stuff. So yeah. she has, the, they've captured two little Titans that she's named Sonny and Bean. And their names change. Like th- there's a whole bunch of characters whose names are inconsistent, mm. but uh, Sonny and Bean. What she's discovered is that they definitely have no intelligence and they don't communicate. They can vocalize, but they don't need to breathe. Mm. They don't require food. It seems like they're responsive to or at least energized by sunlight. Mm. Do they feel pain? It seems like sort of. And they don't have any weak spots besides the nape of the neck. Mm -hmm. Like she even stabbed one in the heart and it just didn't do anything.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: Yeah. And she explains too what her deal was, why she's like this. And she said it happened. She was like everybody else. She hated them as much as everybody else until one day she kicked a severed Titan head and noticed that it was crazy light like much lighter than it yeah. should have been she shouldn't have been right. able to kick it and she's like what right. the fuck it is should up have been with a
0: that? lot heavier yeah
1: yeah and so she believes that what we see of them might not be the entire picture right and i think this really goes towards what you've been talking about drew about your theories about what the deal with titans could be
0: yeah they're conjured from some some semblance of mana that uh you know, some magical force that embodies, uh, you know, a rage or 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 passion of some kind, and is is a physical manifestation of an emotion, but uh, you know, its physical form may not be. It's, it's sort of illusory.
1: Well, there's something going on with them. Yeah. All right. So then, though, Sonny and Bean are murdered. By, by some, whom? By whom, yeah. Hanji reacts to this hilariously. She freaks out and starts crying and screaming.
0: Yeah, right. It's really funny.
1: Um, And so, yeah, the question is, by whom indeed? And the military starts investigating it. They check everybody's... Omnidirectional maneuvering gear, the ODM gear. Right. And Marco's
0: were... has some defects.
1: Well, Hank, we haven't gotten that yet. Mm. For now, it doesn't show anything. They don't get any results for now. But meanwhile, it's decision day where everybody has to decide what uh, unit they want to join. And so, Jean, who's the biggest dick of everybody, decides to join the scouts because of Marco's death. Yes. Inspires him. Annie joins the military police because it's the safe thing to do.
0: Yeah. So she can save herself.
1: Right. Armin says that he thinks it's because she's secretly nice and kind, but she says, no, she just really wants to save herself. I just want
0: to save myself.
1: Yeah. Hmm. And then Erwin makes the pitch for the scouts. And he says, Uh, We'll probably have 30% casualties in a month. We'll definitely have 60% casualties after four years. Mm. But there is that secret mystery basement, and you could help us get down there. What do you say?
0: (laughs) It's an interesting pitch, isn't it?
1: Yeah, well, what would you do? You, You really wanted in on that mystery basement a few minutes ago.
0: You know, it, it, God, it, it depends on who you are in this world, right? Like, y- your political background fully determines your bent towards one of the different factions or one of the different, uh, you know, castes.
1: I guess I just, you know, I'm not that badass, so I don't think I would live very long in the scouts.
0: Yeah, I I probably would wind up wanting to vie for military police if I could, or just chill in the garrison.
1: Mm. Yeah, fair enough. All right, so we start briefing on the maneuver that we're going to do. It's very, very precise. But the goal of it is not clear to everybody.
0: Right. It's kind of oddly ornate. And I don't like it feels misguided in terms of like, what inspired this design? It just it just seems like complex for the sake of creating confusion. But like, what is the aim of what's the objective exactly?
1: We're just going
0: out into the into the wilderness in this formation with the hopes of
1: are you saying uh, that buying into are you just playing along with the the plot here or are you actually asking
0: i uh, i guess i a little from column a a little from column b
1: right cuz the the formation design is something that erwin came up with that's designed theoretically when they go scouting to spread everybody out and help them see titans and when they
0: Communicate them across the group most effectively. If- Efficiently.
1: And help them avoid them because yeah. when they're out on flat terrain, they can't use the ODM gear, which means they can't fight very effectively. So the idea is to just see them and move out of their way,
0: right? Right, and avoid right,
1: right. contact as best they can.
0: Right. So the the formation makes sense tactically, but as far as the big picture, like what they're after, what is the objective of this scouting mission?
1: Well, so far nobody knows. Yeah. Right but maybe we'll find out the trio armin mikasa and Aaron meet up uh briefly before they roll out mikasa is pretty funny she's she's, she's like erin are you okay she's basically like did they rape you yeah, yeah. <laughs> mentally or physically <laughs> are you still intact <laughs> yeah exactly and she's then, so obsessed with him yes she is what what is her deal you think Well,
0: I mean, you know, from a platonic standpoint, and again, I'm going to, I'm going to poke at this, um, from a platonic standpoint, Aaron and his father were responsible for rescuing her life when she was a small child. So she has that devotion, but I do, well, I mean, they don't explore it as much in the episodes in the second half. But I do feel that they've they've thrown a romantic seed in there.
1: She is definitely obsessed with him, though. Yeah. Way more than he is with her. Right. Yeah. He's basically like,
0: get off me, woman. Yeah. <laughs> You're basically my sister. What is this? I
1: know. Not by blood. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So... The 57th expedition gets underway. And I will say, for all of the flaws that this show has, and it's got a few, it is really good at building a stirring moment. Like, do you remember the scene where they're finally like at the gate and getting underway? Mm. You know, like they've just gotten their uniforms for the first time. And yeah, put the on, green cloaks. Aaron know?
0: returns from his random stable tending vacation to share his green scout cloak fashion with his bros for Marco.
1: Yeah. And they just, they roll out on the horses with the fucking like swords drawn and the music going. Like this is also kind of fascist imagery, by the way, this like heroic.
0: Yeah, military shit, yeah. but
1: it's, it's effective. Like I, I will was... say
0: the ODM, the ODM is, is truly the, the, the main vehicle is the sacred vehicle of this class of warriors, but they use some steeds man. And oh, there's, yeah. there's, and, 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 you know, for, for, for as much as my prediction was fundamentally with the, 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 the use of the steeds and they even get their own Chiron, about how the steeds are 20 times faster than uh, man and probably the only way to outrun a Titan. So, you know,
1: they feature whatever. Anyway, Some so credit. they're out, <laughs> they're out now and they're doing the formation and it's, it, it looks amazing. The animation on this is really good uh, when they're first deploying.
0: The tragic formation.
1: Right. So it starts off cool. It's a smart formation for what it's supposed to do. And we get this learning about communication by flare. So there's yeah. different colors for different stuff.
0: Let's, let's, let's review. So the green is to advance.
1: Uh, green correct. is directional. Okay. So whatever is, so green tells you which way to go.
0: Okay, so you, yeah, so you advance in the direction that the green flare is going. That's the signal you're sending. Let's go this way. Right. Um, uh, what is it? Black as someone has died?
1: No, it goes... So red is for titan sighting.
0: Titan sighted. Okay, yeah.
1: Regular titan. Okay. And these titans are to be avoided, not killed. Right. A little later in the episodes, we'll find out that purple is to signal emergency and come help. Okay. And then black is for variant Titans sighted.
0: Right, the variants. Yeah, yeah, that's right.
1: And those have to be killed. Yeah. Because they can get into the formation and disrupt it. Yeah. And that is very hard to do on flat terrain, as we said. Yeah. So they're rolling along and things look good until a variant approaches. 14 meters tall and very fast.
0: Hmm.
1: Looks female. Yep. They move in to attack it and it fucking grabs a guy. So now we know it's intelligent. Yep. Which isn't good. We also discover that it actually led a horde of Titans into the formation and basically wrecked a whole flank of it.
0: Yeah, a lot of death.
1: Right, and so it fucks everybody up, but then it doesn't kill Armin. It It looks at him and chooses not to kill him. I guess because it recognized him Mm. and didn't want to kill him. But... That was maybe a bad move because Armin starts figuring out the deal really fast after that. Mm. The deal being that it's looking for Eren. And this is where we discover that everybody's orders had Eren in a different place in the formation. Right? So mm. where it attacked indicated kind of where it had been informed Eren would be.
0: Yeah, where Eren was supposed to be.
1: Right. This whole thing was a a bait in a trap designed to flush out a spy and lure it into coming out and attacking looking for Eren and where the attack took place would indicate, you know, if they tell ten different people where Eren is a different place, the spot where the attack happens lets you know who is the spy or the leaker Mm. you know so that's the idea but then armin figures out that erin would probably be in the rear which is where he's safest so armin reiner and john try to take her on or at least slow her down and it whoops their ass (laughs) yeah yeah John only survives because Armin calls out his name. So apparently it doesn't want to kill him either. Mm. Reiner gets caught like he's a baseball and squished. Yep. Until doesn't he break out? He whirlwinds out like a boss. Yeah. And he's the
0: number two right after Mikasa.
1: Reiner is number two. Yeah. Yeah so they they get away from her and she starts running in the other direction towards where Aaron is which is bad mm. but the three of them are up Shit's Creek because they only have one horse and they're like well who stays behind right you know but fortunately their purple emergency flare brings Krista aka the female Armin mm. and she has extra horses she is
0: the female armin
1: right you said you thought that armin looked like a girl and he does
0: armin armin's so girly in features like he's just drawing his hair his
1: his hair hair. dude yeah exactly Hair hair looks like a girl yeah well it's it's basically just krista like krista looks exactly like armin yes yeah but there's this funny scene where this happens too where like they're talking about it's like man krista you're so good with horses And you have this mysterious magnetism. And then each one of them has this thought of it. It's like, she's a savior. She's a goddess. I want to marry her. (laughs) (laughs) And there's this like halo light shining on her. So silly. Yeah. It's like there's something special about her or something. Anyway. So they get underway. And there's a new green flare ordering a change of course which seems weird and like a bad idea but their duty requires that they follow orders and continue. Yep, so they do. Aaron's doing okay, but he has no idea what's coming. The humans are still fighting the female titan and they're actually showing pretty good adaptability to her, you know, they learn, but she's just such a badass.
0: Yeah, she's really fierce and faster than
1: anything and her kills are brutal like yeah. th- when she spins that guy
0: uh, yeah that's just like ah uh, you're it's just like a a a cat and mouse thing you know
1: oh my god could you imagine dying that way dude it's humiliating <laughs> not just humiliating i was thinking more it'd be unpleasant
0: well both those things for sure but like to be flailed around like a little toy it's just like Yeah, what a
1: terrible way to go! I know, and just more and more guys keep trying to come up and stop her, and you just want to scream at them to not even try. Just turn and run.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, Aaron's. It. it, I'm trying in in also trying to look for the themes here. Like Aaron has this moment of they're they're racing through the woods and hang on guys to that. Are we'll getting get to that murph- in two seconds yeah,
1: yeah yeah hang on to it um so it you know they're, they're suffering terrible casualties yes but the first units start reaching their apparent destination which is this forest of giant trees hmm. and the strategy continues to be unclear because this place forces the formation to come apart. Only the center can go in. The wings have to go around and they have to disperse. So there's no more scouting, which is sort of yep. the point of the formation. And it has the feel of a last stand to everybody.
0: Yeah. It feels sort of like a trap setup.
1: Right. And so, and nobody knows. Why they're doing this, their orders aren't explained to them, right? And so it's really hurting morale. Like, John even starts grumbling about maybe fragging Erwin. Yeah, Levi, who's with Aaron, he at least points out that it's a perfect environment for ODM gear, yeah, which it is. But Aaron looks at the faces of everybody, and it's clear that they even don't have any idea what the fuck they're doing there, yeah. But as is tradition at this point, Armin figures it out. The female is hunting Aaron. They brought Aaron there. There must be some kind of secret plan for the female there. Yeah. So speaking of her, here she comes. She assaults Levi squad. Shit is looking really grim as she gains on them and is like, wasting all the reinforcements behind them trying to slow her down and the squad is literally begging levi to turn and fight and And he's saying no he keeps ignoring them
0: and yeah and this is where you know this this is is where where, this is where aaron's saying i need to trust the leader fully you know even though our comrades are getting (sighs) swatted and killed left and right and then well, it's just this, like, he has this crisis thing. Yeah.
1: Again. He has this crisis of conscience where he's like, I could become a Titan and turn and fighter. But is like, listen, man, you could do that. I'm not going to stop you, but like our orders are to keep going. And so like, are you going to trust the wisdom of your superiors and follow your orders Or are you going to – it's basically presented as, like, do you trust yourself or do you trust your comrades, you know? And so, like, when you present it that way, it's like, yeah, that makes sense. And, you know, in the military, it's a good lesson. You don't want people, like, breaking their orders and running off on their own. Like, they – people have to follow orders in the military and stuff like that. But there's a certain – Way in which this lesson is presented that makes me feel uncomfortable. It's, it feels a lot like they're saying the lesson is like lose yourself to the whole. Yeah, exactly. It is. So, yeah, it's
0: a message of subjugation,
1: right? Obliteration of the self.
0: Yes. Don't question, just
1: acquiesce. We've got the plan. You're, you're cog. Be the cog. Who, yeah be the cog who are you going to trust yourself or your comrades
0: What kind of perspective do you have your yeah. speck in this
1: levi actually says you're not a monster for being a titan you're a monster for being unrestrainable
0: mm, exactly you can't be controlled <clears throat> or can't, be
1: tamed. can't yeah. be tamed yeah. you can't be tamed yeah can't be tamed Right, and So during the scene too, I actually was a little bit critical of this from a um, plotting standpoint. Uh, They have a flashback to Aaron's training with Levi squad and Hanji here. Hmm. And I, I didn't like this mostly just because uh, it breaks up the scene. it breaks up the tension in the scene. We've got this moment where the female Titans right on top of them and like then like half the episode is a flashback to this training thing back at the castle. And I'm just like, Oh, it, it, you know, it, Yeah. Uh, yeah. I
0: didn't like that either. It it kind of, it, it messed with the continuity. I found right. uh, it to be completely unnecessary.
1: Yeah. And you know, it was good for like, you know, establishing the characters so that like we knew them better. And we it understood more that, when-
0: We understood that Aaron was skeptical and didn't want to uh, believe that this was Annie.
1: Yeah, and it also made the deaths hurt more, you know, when the characters finally died. And, you know, it was was good. But, like, we could have just had that in real regular time, plotting-wise. They could have just mixed that in before. So I didn't like that. But in terms of what we see here, um, we get a test... Of him trying to turn and he can't do it right and it's actually kind of like funny in a creepy way to just see him biting the shit out of himself without yeah, turning
0: with blood like getting more severe like ugh, god, oh god ah that must be pretty unpleasant at, <laughs> at a certain point you're like i really need to turn at this point because this is this hurts
1: <laughs> need that healing yeah uh, but he does turn later when he's reaching for a spoon. And this is what you were referring to before, when uh he accidentally sets his arm off.
0: Yeah. And uh we 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 get to understand that there needs to be some some clear objective tied to the conjuring of the of the Titan form. There needs to be a purpose that's clear, and the clearer the purpose, the the more forceful and uh true, the the Titan transformation will be.
1: Yeah. So it's not just self-harm. You have to... You, you can't just, like, hurt yourself and transform anytime. You gotta have, like, your mind focused on a goal.
0: It needs to be an act of will.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so when that happens, too, there is a cool moment where uh, it's the calm down moment where Levi is sh- saying, like, calm down, and then... When you see him, he's not talking to who you think he is. Cause mm. you think he's talking to Aaron, but then the camera switches and he's talking to the squad who all have their swords drawn. Mm. And it's just a really nice moment just for, you know, establishing one, the element of danger to Eren and how freaked out everyone is, but two, how like cool. And I don't mean like How cool Levi is. You mean cool-headed. Cool cool under pressure. Yeah. He is, yeah. So, yeah, so this is when it comes to be speech time about subsuming yourself into the unit. (laughs) And it works great because they snare that bitch alive.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, this this plan actually was pretty well-hatched.
1: How was that for a fuck-yeah moment?
0: Yeah, that was cool, although she manages to wriggle free.
1: Well, yeah, but we'll we'll get to that. And for for now, it it worked pretty fucking well. It was pretty cool. They yeah. fire all of these like spears into her basically and yep. they get her alive. That's the great thing. Um so back at the edge of the forest, Jean has figured it out and everyone else is figuring out too that Basically, this has to mean that there's a spy in the ranks. There's a spy in the ranks. Yeah. And, you know, he gets to talking to Armin. They're like, hey, you know, it's easy to say that a lot of people died. But who are we? Mere grunts to criticize the decisions of those in positions of authority. You know, uh, hindsight is twenty-twenty, right? Yeah. You know? Armin lays out his philosophy. He's like, a person who can bring about change is a person who is willing to give up something precious. Someone who, when faced with having to overcome a monster, is willing to abandon even his own humanity. A person who cannot give up anything can change nothing. Mm. So... Yeah, that was speech time from Armin again. What did you think of that philosophy, Drew? Um,
0: yeah, I mean it, it's the same thing we were talking about as far as the sacrifice, right? It goes back to the sacrifice. You have to, you have to be willing to lose yourself in well, order to affect change.
1: Well, hang on a second. Cause it it's not just about losing yourself. He 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 sacrificed a great deal of. Other people. Yeah, I guess that's true. What if you were a sacrificee? How would you be feeling about that philosophy then?
0: I wouldn't be feeling anything.
1: (laughs) Good point. All right. Well, anyway, enough speeches. It's time to cut that bitch out of that Titan. (laughs) And that's when we discover a new ability that she has, which is hardening her skin. Yeah, this is
0: badasses.
1: It is, but it's also like getting unfair. Yeah, it's, it's op. It, yeah, it, well, it's like every time you think they've finally gotten a leg up, they She's just like,
0: uh-uh, no, I'm way up on this research, bitches.
1: Well, they just like reveal a ridiculous new power. It's, it gets, it's like you know, eventually they're gonna be like finally winning, and they're gonna be like, oh yeah, by the way, uh, titans can fly now.
0: Yeah. Right, exactly they just they just keep upping the the power threshold, and uh, look, I mean, even uh, I know I'm jumping the gun again here, but even like after after they get to her, she comes out encased in this giant diamond that they can't break through. <laughs> come on, who is this bitch
1: <laughs> Annie Leonhardt. <laughs> yeah right.
0: Leonhardt. what a what a fun last name they gave her to,
1: yeah. I I do like it. Uh, (laughs) All right. So I do, though, I I do like that, you know, for all of the new abilities that keep coming up, like the commanders and the humans do show this pretty good, like new thing, learn it, adapt to it, sequencing Mm. like everyone's like, all right, she's got her hands over the nape, go down there and blow the hands off at the wrists. Yeah. You know, and so. They start doing that. So Levi is fucking with her and he fucks with her a little too much and she starts screaming Mm. and all of the Titans in the area start to respond and a mob of Titans come and eat her. Damn. Yeah. Damn. So that's the situation. I guess we lost time to retreat. But Erwin, real quick, is like, hey, Levi, just um go re up your gas and reload your swords first. Just just, just real do quick. It. Just yeah. trust me on this one. Yeah. yeah, it might be important. On their way home, we see why. Because someone posing as Levi kills Gunther in mm. the Levi squad. They realize whoever this is. Uh, Whoever transformed into the female Titan did it while wearing a uniform and equipped with ODM gear and so escaped while obscured by all the steam of the Titan body disintegrating. Right. right? And
0: blended right into the rest of the crew.
1: Right. Uh, Clearly, this is something that she could do because she's more experienced doing Titan stuff than Aaron is. Hmm. Uh, This is where everyone starts wondering, who is this chick? And I texted you and you gave me your guess, Drew, (laughs) which is that I think it's Aaron's mom.
0: Yeah, so that was the that was the first uh, guess that I had. That would have been crazy. Yeah, I mean, so I guess the logic leading to that is um, when we're when we're not quite clear who it is so far, the guess is kind of like the biggest clues to me are who would look at Armin and decide I'm not going to kill this one. And cool. okay. it, like, it's, 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 there's, we know that there's, there's an affinity for these characters that are close to Aaron. And this, this Titan is also obsessed with controlling Aaron. Why we're not really sure that Titan wants to get to Aaron. So is that affection? Is that like, what's behind that? Uh, and we also know that the activation of the the custom titan, if you will, is.
1: It might be hereditary.
0: Well, I, I guess whether or not it's hereditary, its mechanics are founded on being consumed by a titan. At least at times, uh, we see it being activated by. Oh, because that happened to Eren. Eaten Aaron. by a titan. Yeah. Eren it, 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 gets eaten by a titan, and that triggers him being okay. inside a Titan and then transforming it to his will. Okay, so you yeah. can maybe think that that, that process might've uh, befallen his mother.
1: Okay. Yeah. No, it's, uh, I, I, I take it back. It's not a bad theory.
0: So there, there you have it. That's what All led right. me to that. But I did quickly uh, when, when pressed uh, to conceive of a second guess, I did quickly get it right.
1: You did. <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll give you that too. Yeah. Armin also figures it out pretty quickly because little Armin's a genius. Uh, The previous attack way back in the earlier episodes stopped when Eren transformed, Mm. which suggests that they're after Eren. And that it would suggest that whoever the bad guy is saw Eren transform. Mm. So it's whoever it is is someone who witnessed this. Yeah. Okay. And oh, fuck. She transformed again. So the female Titan is loose. Levi's squad turns to fight in order to buy Erin time to escape. And they fuck her ass up. Mm. They blind her. They sever her arm muscles. It's coordinated and perfect.
0: It's beautiful. Yeah, Yeah,
1: it is. It's like a a beautiful basketball team. Mm. And she still wins because Titans can fly now. (laughs) no but she like reveals new powers yeah yeah
0: it's it's so bullshit
1: it's unfair yeah so one she concentrates all of her healing into one eye instead of both which gives her sight back fast and she selectively hardens the nape of her neck basically making her invulnerable yeah she eats a fucking mario star
0: yeah now now we do get to learn later on that there's a certain energy threshold that this takes for her so if she's sufficiently exhausted she's not able to uh, conjure these powers so yeah, there's Yeah she can in. get
1: she can get tired.
0: Yeah. Thank God. Um, but it is it is it is an incredible uh set of defenses that she's got.
1: You're going to run out of people before she gets too tired. Yeah. And these deaths hurt. Like, you know, because we spent episodes with Levi squad, we know all their names, you know, I think Petra's death in particular, like, I really liked Petra. Yeah, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that other people on the show are going to die before the end. Yeah. And even with that in mind, I will still say that Petra's death to me is one of the most painful on the show. Mm. I, I, I really am upset when Petra is killed. So anyway, moving on, Eren transforms. They fight, she wins, and she takes Eren. Mikasa arrives, and you, that's how you know shit is really on. Yeah. Levi arrives too, and that's how you know the female Titan is fucked. <laughs> he says that they should hang back because they basically can't kill her. So the goal is just rescue Eren. And this is where we get to see Levi in action. It's incredible. Mm. It's incredible. Yeah. He single-handedly makes mincemeat out of her.
0: He's, He's just too fast.
1: And this is something that an entire army failed to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he just he just warps through time with blade.
1: <laughs> yeah. He he takes her apart. Like, yeah. I mean, did you like this fight? I fucking
0: like this fight. Yeah, I love it. I mean, this is yeah, this is this is everything that the Levi characters' very countenance in the first seconds you see him would would suggest. You yeah. Yeah, it's the payoff. It's beautiful.
1: Oh, it's so bad. It's so badass. All right, so. He's doing this. Mikasa disobeys his orders and almost falls into a trap and dies. But Levi saves her and Aaron, but like breaks or sprains his ankle or something. He gets hurt and they bounce. So they're taking off. And on the way out, they notice the Titan cries. Mm. Did you see that? Yes. Yeah, uh, so she's not without feelings, right?
0: Right, because she's flashing back to uh, her to words from her father, and uh, you yeah. know, a core, you know, deep emotionally seated, uh, oh yeah, trauma or whatnot.
1: Yeah. But first, we get one more episode, which is basically about the butcher's bill for this mission. And it is kind of interesting that they devote an entire episode to this of just, like, the dealing with the casualties.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the corpses. Uh, well, and they, they have a function later.
1: They do. There's the whole dumping the bodies for, you know, getting Distract away the from titan. the Titans. Yeah. Yeah. But there's, there's also just, like, the whole scene with Petra's dad talking to Levi, being like, you know, I don't think it's too early to start thinking marriage. She had a huge crush on you, son. Like, oh, my God, my mm. heart. Yeah. And from Levi's face, you can kind of tell that, I don't know if he was, like, in love with her, but he, he liked Petra. Yeah. Like, you can tell it's killing him. Yeah. I just, it, yeah. So, you know, I'll, I'll give the show credit for not just treating the deaths as nothing. Like it, it focuses a lot on the emotional cost Mm. of all this. And so also the political cost, because the scouts lose a lot of support.
0: That's right. When they come back, everyone's just kind of baffled at how unsuccessful they've been. And it, it it turns into a, a, a morale killer as opposed to uh uh you know, sparking any kind of rally of support.
1: Right. And with that, we start the very last arc of this season, which begins with a flashback for Annie Mm. in which she's training with her dad somewhere. Mm. Any idea where? No. Yeah. Who knows? She's with the military police. Which seems like it's kind of a lackadaisical and corrupt organization. Mm. We meet a couple new characters, Marlo and Hitch. And Annie saves Marlo from being beaten by some corrupt military police officers, which shows that she's not heartless. Right. Armin shows up and he asks Annie to help him bust Aaron out before the mm. military police can get a hold of him. She agrees. Armin, Mikasa, Aaron, and Annie are moving through town and they reach a tunnel. Annie doesn't want to go in. Mm. Also, she has noticed that the area has been completely deserted
0: for a while. Which is very strange. There should be scouts around. Well, not just scouts, but like people, People. townsfolk. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it shouldn't just be empty. Something is a little too quiet.
1: Yeah. This is where Armin figures the jig is up. And he mentions that he noticed that Annie had Marco's ODM gear earlier. Mm. Armin helped Marco do maintenance on it. He knew all its details, all the dings and dents.
0: Yeah. And that, that Annie had presented Marco's gear. uh, So as to not get noticed that she didn't have her own
1: which suggests that she killed Sonny and Bean, which means she's at least up to something. Yep. It also suggests, you know, what were you doing with Marco's gear? Did you kill Marco? What's going on with that? Mm-hmm. Annie starts getting all philosophical while Aaron and Armin scream at her to prove them wrong about their suspicions of her. And Mikasa just says, fuck it, and draws her swords.
0: <laughs> yep, that's the appropriate response.
1: Probably. Annie at this point laughs. Mm. And for this character, given just her countenance throughout the rest of the show,
0: laughing is really disturbing.
1: Yes. Annie laughing and smiling is creepy as fuck. Yeah. And they give her like that, there's this sort of like anime, sort of like happy stance. Where yeah. You're laughing. Yeah. yeah. It's also the holding the arm. Yeah, yeah, like tilt, yeah,
0: yeah. It's 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 a it's a cracked, deranged kind of stance.
1: Yeah, it's also kind of sad. Mm. You know, she's clearly losing it. Yeah, the team jumps her and holds her arms away from her mouth and gags her so she can't do the bite.
0: But she has a special ring.
1: Yeah, that she had donned earlier. So clearly, she was never fooled by any of this. And it's like a self-harm ring, so it lets her do the thing.
0: There's a little tack that kind of deploys from the side of it, and it allows her to puncture herself on that adjacent finger.
1: Exactly. And so it's female Titan activate. Mm, Yep. Here we get a flashback to the question of how did they figure it out anyway? Right. Naturally, it was Armin. So, what did he come up with? Number one, she recognized Eren's face and Armin's face mm. during the whole female Titan thing. Yep. Um, apparently, Armin shouted this phrase one who will die too soon during the fight.
0: And she seemed to recognize that as a, a reference to Eren.
1: Yeah, from their cadet time, I did not actually remember this from that. Neither arc. did
0: I. I. I saw some note in my research referring to that as well, and it was like, uh, uh, "Okay, I'll, I'll I don't take remember their,
1: that." Yeah, I'll take their word for it. Yeah, there's the fact that she submitted Marco's gear for the inspection, which means she probably killed Sonny and Bean. Yep, or Sonny and Bean, whatever that, however you spell it. Sure, Mikasa is like. You know, I think the female Titan looks like her.
0: And it does. Well, then they show you the juxtapose and it's like, oh, okay, obviously.
1: I mean, yes, it does. However, like Mikasa has never liked Annie.
0: Right. She'd A- be inclined to frame her even if it weren't her.
1: Well, you kind of get the sense that Aaron sort of liked Annie and Mikasa hates Annie for that reason. Right.
0: Very, very jealous
1: Yeah. And then Aaron also remembers there's a point earlier when they were having their, when Aaron and Annie had their first Titan fight in the forest, where it's kind of going fine, but then Aaron hesitates for a second. And that's where Annie beats him. Yes. She kicks his fucking head off. And what you discover during the scene is it is because she took a stance. That was very uniquely Annie's. Yeah. And Aaron recognized it and it caused him to freeze up. Yeah. And that's when she did a unique Annie kick move and knocked his block off quite literally. Aaron didn't even want to believe it, though.
0: Right. Right. And that was his hesitation in that moment.
1: Right. And he still doesn't.
0: Right. In denial.
1: Yeah. And also, I mean, you know, he he likes her.
0: He likes her, right? And Mikasa doesn't like that.
1: No, she don't. But so they're in the tunnel. Annie is busting holes in it, trying to get at them. And Aaron is having some performance issues (laughs) because he's thrown by the fact that it's Annie. He can't get that mind clarity that he needs. Yep. But Armin gives him it's speech time from Armin. And he's like, you have to discard your humanity and become a monster in order to win.
0: That's right, which is uh, a Catch very of the show. Just...
1: <laughs> yeah. Zeke Heil, Aaron. Yeah, yeah, come on. Come on, just become the monster already. It's the only win way the to day. win. It's the only <laughs> way to win. You have to be a monster. Lose <laughs> your humanity, whatever. So they almost trap her again it's it, they they come this close to pulling the trap a second time. Yep. And Hanji is such a sick fuck in this part where she's it's uh, Hanji's going a little overboard there but whatever yep. but she gets out. And Eren finally transforms again. He pulls the shit together. And we head into the season finale episode. Armin mentions that Aaron's never actually beaten Annie in a fight ever. Mm. ever, ever in his life. Not even once. Right. It's like, okay, Armin, we get it.
0: Titan or no, never, never done.
1: Never harsh. <laughs> and Armin's like, spirit alone won't win a fight. So, you know, that's, that's a problem. Also the head of the military police is rightly pissed off at Irwin, the head of the scouts for deliberately unleashing all of this death and destruction in the middle of a city. Mm,
0: right because it's gonna wreck the city regardless of whether the battle is won it's still gonna create this immense damage
1: and death yeah but erwin is kind of like no nah, it, it's 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 all it's all right it's like, cool bro it's you know, whatever greater good you know yeah
0: we're gonna beat the titan man just just relax
1: greater good ends justify the means greater good yeah. You no, know, we gotta do what's necessary, make whatever sacrifices, greater good.
0: We're you making know, an omelet, okay? Just
1: <laughs> then eggs are getting cracked. Yeah. <laughs> so any he, he, you know, he's like, if you want to kill me, go right ahead, just take my place when I'm done. Just make sure you keep cracking those eggs. <laughs> See, Erwin is someone who knows the importance of sacrificing that's right. Everything, yep. yeah. Totally transcendent. Oh, Jesus. All right. <laughs> So Annie wins again, but she's starting to freak out. She's having flashbacks to her dad and everything.
0: Daddy issues. It's a total uh, psychotic break, you know? Right. Yeah.
1: So she just takes off and runs. <laughs> Aaron is so bloodlusted and like genocidal at this point that he stays right on top of her, even though he like doesn't have an arm or a leg and he's like burned up. Yeah. And, So actually, contrary to what Armin said, it actually seems that spirit might be enough to win this fight. Mm, Yes, it would seem so. And so he tackles her and like rips her fucking face off. Yeah. Which is gross.
0: But hesitates again.
1: Yeah, he can't do it. Should have
0: eaten her.
1: Well, she gets away and starts. (gasps) Yeah, 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 yeah. She starts trying to climb the wall. Right. But Mikasa's on top of it. Slicing
0: and her fingers off.
1: Slices his fingers right off. And this is where we get the insanely badass moment that I referred to in our last episode. Mm. Do you want to deliver it?
0: The line.
1: The line. She
0: slices her fingers off and as she's slowly inching off the wall to her plummet mikasa utters the phrase annie fall
1: she's standing on her head too she's got the odm yeah and, over. She,
0: and they, they they zoom in on her foot as she just like with minimal effort just taps uh pushes off that little ninja jump off of i of feel annie like as she as she plummets and mikasa is okay <laughs>
1: I feel like it's even less than that. I feel like she, like, came down and, like, landed on her head. And she goes, she says, Annie, fall. And that Annie, like, falls away from her. Yeah, she, she falls
0: even... harder for the suggestion of the command. of.
1: But she doesn't even have yeah. to jump off of her. It just, like... You know, yeah it's, it's, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's
0: more that there's a stronger downward yeah. uh, gravitational pull suddenly from annie than it is a, a like jump off of annie from right. mikasa it's yeah it's a uh, cool
1: and it's it's a hell of a line and you know this time through i felt really bad for annie during this so it, it was harder but the first time i'd watched it uh i hated annie in this moment, just because of like the, the like terrible devastation that she had wrought on the scouts and the yeah, previous arc. I mean,
0: that's kind of the feeling that I got watching through it is more like the buying into Annie as the villain. But at yeah, the same time, like this bitch, the, the Annie character from the beginning is someone who shows up as this kind of outcast where you're like, you want, you're curious about what's, what's making her tick. And she seems like she's been through some kind of trauma. Like the character seems interesting. And like, it's interesting to hear you process kind of different feelings that are more sympathetic on the second view. Because I, I also, I reflect on her backstory and she still remains pretty mysterious. Like you, you do have this sense of like, there's, there's got to be more motivating this character than, than we're presented with at this point.
1: There very well may be, but on my first watch through, I was definitely at this point still remembering all those scouts she killed only a couple episodes ago, right. and so just like that's hating senseless. her, yeah, and I mean, and yeah. and being like, fuck yeah, Mikasa, give her that badass line and watch her plummet to her doom. Yes, like fuck you, Annie. Yes, and that's what happens. Except <laughs> as you mentioned, Aaron. Hesitates one last time. So Annie has the chance to seal herself in this hardened crystal shell. Yep. Uh, like a they, diamond
0: cocoon.
1: Right, know. exactly. So they can't get at her. So then we hit the denouement, which is basically just taking stock of where everything is now. They're all basically like, so everyone's dead. The city's destroyed. <laughs> Uh, we didn't even really get anything out of Annie cause we captured her, but she's stuck in a diamond. So what do we got? And we
0: remind the viewer that there's that key still.
1: Yeah. It's like, well, we've got Aaron and he's coming along and we've still got the key.
0: Yeah. And so the- let's check that out in the next season.
1: Mystery basement. Let's come back and keep it going next season.
0: If we don't get into the mystery basement in season two, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make me go through another season without that payoff. Like you want that fireworks factory by episode five of season two. I better know what the hell is in that basement.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, do you want me to tell you if they ever reach the basement?
0: Uh. If they reach it by that by that episode?
1: I I don't know if they reach it by that episode.
0: Oh, no. No, don't tell me either way. Just, 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 God, it's not until the third season, is it? I'm skipping the second season, if that's the Do case. Do not
1: skip the second season. It's too important.
0: <laughs> okay, all right. all right.
1: But, yeah, that is the end of season one. Drew, how you feeling?
0: I, uh... I'm enjoying the ride. Again, I'm, I, I, still, I still have to say that I feel the pace is a little slow as far as getting us through the, the arcs. Um, the, like, the first half of the first season felt... It had its lulls, but the lulls were, were introducing us to some interesting characters. Things felt to drag on a little bit on a slower pace than they needed to the past several episodes, I think.
1: So you kind of, you preferred part one of season one to part two.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If we're, if we're conceiving of them as a volume one and two of the season, I I much preferred the, the rigor of volume one to the, the kind of, uh, you know, more circular pace we got in volume two.
1: Interesting. Okay. Um yeah I just i you know I like the female Titan arc. I do yeah. find some of the deaths that take place in it a little hard to take and just the sheer scope of it. Yeah. uh yeah, I'm just so sort of like, oh my god they they lose so many people, but yeah, uh
0: that's true they 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 and it's interesting that they 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 forecast that for us too. We know that there's gonna be a lot of death, not even i mean, I guess it's even worse than they forecast,
1: right right that's the thing is you know it seems like everything's coming apart so you just feel so desperate yeah tense through the whole thing but you know it's 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 not bad and i will say that if we're going to keep going through this um it's worth sticking with it
0: i yeah and i won't be skipping any seasons but damn it let me know what is happening with that key already um
1: well, I think if we're getting ready to wrap things up here, Drew, I think we should take this time to get a few more predicts down yeah. on record.
0: Well, but- yes, but I, I, there, there are things that we hadn't touched on. Uh, I, I had other research topics, I think. Um, we talked about how the, uh, the director of this, not the producer, but the director of this animated series, Tetsuro Araki, was the director who is an animator and storyboard artist who also was on the directing team of death note.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Is he the same? Does he direct every episode?
0: Let me see. Exactly. He's credited on all the seasons of attack on Titan. Okay. Yeah. Season and compilation film is the credit on all of them. Yeah. He's involved.
1: Cool. Cool.
0: Yeah, so that that's uh that's
1: that Death Note, by the way, another show where you had someone who was great at adapting to stuff but always faced with their opponent constantly pulling new amazing abilities out their ass. Mm,
0: yeah, yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah. A little frustrating. Yep. You're cheating. Yeah, You're yeah cheating. that's right.
0: Come on, man. Like what I I I studied the rule book and now you're pulling some house rules. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> yeah. What else you got? Um yeah, I mean I guess um I think at the end of the last installment you might have challenged me to throw some big picture predictions out there. I have these three jotted down. I think I think we uttered them before, but I, I just wanted to mention them and and take a stab at calling back to uh how it might have done i think i i said that i had a prediction that by the end of this first season we would have some kind of meta expansion or or some sense of a multiverse happening yeah um, and uh yeah i mean i don't know that we got that payoff exactly um in this second season or the second volume of season one I I feel where we've gotten there's a there's allusions to there being a veil that is about to be pierced but it's not really confirmed.
1: Right. I would um, say that's correct. There's
0: uh I think I had a prediction that they would be on a mission to kind of clear the titans uh, out of a certain area. I don't I don't I wouldn't credit myself as being accurate there
1: yeah not exactly
0: they they they're you know i think it's a stretch to say that the scene where annie uh has her siren call that lures the titans in mass and like it doesn't really clear them i guess Uh, no i think i think that's a whiff and um i did mention like that the third thing I predicted was that we would see multiple characters in piloted Titans and that there would be a political uh, dimension to this. And I feel with Annie's uh, plot. We got
1: is, one. Yeah that's,
0: yeah, that's that's there. And I, I would um, let me segue into predictions to say that I feel we'll see others uh, as we head into season two. It seems pretty clear that we've opened the, the Pandora's box of this being a phenomenon. And uh, I think we're going to have other characters who are able to wield this power come into play. And we're going to get to know a little bit more about, uh, you know, uh, their ilk and, and what's up with them.
1: Let me push you on this a little bit. Do you think it'll be anybody that we already know?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, Aaron is involved and Aaron's father was involved. And uh, I think I think it's possible that that Mikasa and Armin are also like somehow of the same lineage. Okay. Whether they, you know, whether through happenstance or not.
1: All right. All right. Anything um, else?
0: What else would I predict? I mean. Yeah, we're going to learn that they're from, from an old race of people that uh, used to control the realm and are now being pushed to the side, essentially.
1: Okay, right on. Well, I think this has been a really fun and interesting rundown of the back half of the season. I've really enjoyed talking about it.
0: Likewise. Likewise.
1: And I'm glad that you're digging it. So I'm really looking forward to jumping into season two with you. Now, season two, by the way, Drew, is short. It's only 12 episodes. Cool. So we'll just we'll do season two in a gulp, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. So I guess we'll meet back next for uh, a entire season rundown of season two.
0: Sounds good. All right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is our prelude to that. And uh, we'll be, we'll be back after we've seen the second season.
1: Right on, right on. All right. Well, for anyone out there who wants to comment on attack on Titan, feel free to get in touch with us and do just that. You can hit us up at better late than never pod at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us at betterlate underscore pod. And please hit like subscribe leave comments on iTunes or Apple podcasts is what that's called now. I think, you know, leave a five-star review, do all the useful engagement stuff that you hear about on every other podcast that's out there. We'd really appreciate it. Drew. It's been great. Always a pleasure. And we will catch all of you next time. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Kawaii. Kawaii. <laughs>